I love bread. Hey! Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. And the podcast that talks about how much we love bread. How self-obsessed. <laughs> Can I say I don't love bread that much? Stop. I don't believe you. I know. When the bread comes to the table, like what? before dinner, no, that's not true. I don't it's easy for me to pass. I don't believe you. I just don't know anyone who doesn't like bread. I Also, I feel like I know a lot about you, and that's a big thing that I didn't know. Well, it's not like I passionately dislike bread. It's just I'm not like a bread person. I'm like a cheese person. Okay. I don't, that's, it's always surprising when I learn something new. Something new. That's true. It's that funny, is true. Cause, so Eric and I went on the Disney cruise ship for my bachelorette yep. party, and we decided to play the uh, dating game, or no, what was it? Oh, the it was like the new game. the newlywed game. It was yeah. like their version of the newlywed game. Right, so couples would come and answer questions about each other, yeah. and like, compete, but they were, and we were like, this, we're gonna win this, like, mm. we know everything about each other. We, like, so we pretended like we were a couple, like we were yeah. engaged or something, Right. and we were like so excited, and, and the way to get on was a dance contest. Yes. Which you would think we'd have in the bag on account of our sweet, sweet moves that you all have never seen. We did have sweet moves. Yeah, we but did. they were the wrong kind of sweet moves. Yes. Pe- <laughs> the yeah. people who got on. They, they were like dancing romantically, giving each other lap dances. A little I'm not sexy. Sh- yeah, I'm not sure if romantically is the right word. Would you call it sexy? Because that was not sexy. I don't no, know what they were doing. I would call it Grinding? maybe like vagina forward. Yeah, Lots of grind. Yeah. Like the guy was pretending to be a pole and the girls pretended exactly. to dance on the pole. That That's that type of stuff. That's it. So we didn't get on and we were like, thank fucking God. <laughs> right. Because we were dancing like, uh, there were lots of like flying gun fingers. Yeah. Lots you, of spinning. You picked me up at one point and were spinning me around. Sure. But then we were like, thank God we didn't get on because th- the questions were all like, when was the last time you made whoopee? Yeah. And we, I mean like the questions I knew about you that I was prepared to answer was like, What's Eric's favorite animal? Giraffe. Right. Like, Correct. What's, fa- what's Eric's favorite color? Yellow. Right. What food does Eric not like? Corn. Like, does, I know it, those things. Those were not asked in the right. show. Like, does Eric prefer soda in can, bottle, or fountain form? Fountain form? Yes, correct. I mean, I know those things. Yeah. But that's not, I guess, that's not what they were going for. No. So. But if they had asked if you like <laughs> bread, I would have said yes. We were also like, oh, interesting. You would have said yes. Oh, you would have been wrong. Yeah. Also, I would have... I would have lied for you. Okay, but okay. we we were really glad we dodged that bullet. We thought we were going to be answering innocuous questions, but it was like, where have you had sex on this ship? Because they chat. Like, they, they ask you separately. So, like, right, we would have exactly. been exposed. That's true. I think I think we exposed ourselves anyway during the dance segment. I think everyone With our non-romance. With, they, they could <laughs> tell that we weren't having, like, sexually right. engaging people. We decided the rest of the cruise, people were walking around seeing you and being like, oh, honey, she yeah. doesn't know, does she? Right. Like, yeah. Your fiancé is super gay. <laughs> yeah. uh, that does happen. Yeah, it does, it does happen. On a, on a lot of Disney cruises, I assume. Speaking of which, um, I've been meaning to talk to you about your husband. Oh, yeah, what did he do? You know, he you know, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it offline. We'll do. <laughs> well, that's a, I guess that's a non-podcast okay. conversation. No, no. <clears throat> um, do we have any um, like business business to attend to? Oh yeah. Any like notes and um, actually, dealings? I know that we're perfect, and we don't usually have show notes, but I have. Yeah, a we never few have corrections. corrections. Oh, you okay? have you really have corrections? Yeah, I kind of do. 
Is it a joke? No. In episode three, we made a reference to people with Down syndrome, and I told them they should flaunt it if they got it. Yeah, that was bad. Well, we kind of, like, in the moment also corrected ourselves by being like, nope, yeah. not, no, right. not that. I, that was, but that was wrong. Yeah. And I, and I want to own up to that. That's big of you. Really, that's big of you to say. That was funny. Yeah. Also, in the first episode, I gave Teresa Judas, Judas. She doesn't know how to say it either. It's Who fine. knows? Yeah. But, um, because she says sandwich. Yeah, I remember and I was, that. Like, giving her so much. Shit Have you just been like re-listening our, to our episodes, like going I, back I, I, and I re-listened to the nostalgia? First one. Yeah, those were the days. The baby those days. were the days yeah. we were so young. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I have we matured in the opposite direction. But I yeah. was thinking, and then I was watch. I've been watching a lot of Housewives shit lately. Sure. Teresa moved here when she was five, so she had to learn the English language from Italy. In school, yes. Italian is her first language. So it actually, I didn't know that. I don't want to be so hard on her because that yeah. would be very difficult. But I've heard her speak Italian on the show. It doesn't yeah. seem like that should be like that's not her first language either. I don't know what her first language is. She doesn't speak <laughs> any languages perfectly. Like she has an excuse for the, the English thing. I don't. Maybe sure. She's, maybe she's just like panignies. Like maybe she throws G's into all sandwich-related words. Maybe. But here, here's my feeling. Like every other word except for these like strange Jerseyisms. She says very correctly yeah, in English, and I, I and I don't. If if it truly felt like an ESL thing, I'd be like, "Great correction, Lauren." But I think it's just like a strange Jersey thing. I just where I, she says I sandwich. Think it might be more evidence that she's <laughs> an evil genius, as I have mentioned before. So. Well, wow! I those were impressive corrections, and like you were you've proved yourself to be the bigger woman. Yeah, I am. I am. Um, I have uh, one correction for my end as well. Oh. Um, after listening back, I've realized um, I never should have done this podcast. Oh, that's not that's not a correction. That's a major no. that's a major course correction <laughs> in my life. Not a, that is not a correction. <laughs> that doesn't count. Mine okay, were, fine. Mine were real and actually kind of embarrassing. So I think you should think harder about a actually embarrassing. I think episode one through four is embarrassing enough for me. So episode one was. We've grown since. We episode have grown. One. I think so. No, I think episode I two was a lot better than episode one. Yeah, if you have. Only listen to episode one. You guys yeah. are in for a treat. That would be weird. If you're listening, listening to episode five. five. Whatever. Okay, guys. just to fan our egos, tweet us at Love Your Podcast on Twitter and tell us how much better episode two. Right. And also episode five so far right. is than our first episode. So far, this has been great. Yeah. But we, it's going to get better. We took a bunch of podcasting classes, yeah. but decided to take them after episode one. Right. <laughs> okay. um, wait, before we jump into our sponsor, um, you surprised me last week I, I did with a a little curveball rapid fire Q&A of oh, sorts it was fun <laughs> it? it was fun and we you know learned a lot. before that I thought that like a yes or no list of questions with no allowance for follow up or context wouldn't be interesting but I no, think no. we might have proved that wrong I think so too I think we might have so okay in retaliation I have a surprise question for you okay. it's a two part question okay. it's highly personal okay it is not yes or no. Okay. I'm not a monster like you. Um, you have had no time to think about this, uh-uh. so I hope this is authentic. Um, okay, two parts, getting to know you. Part one, if you had to pick any existing podcast whose name best reflected who you are, what podcast would you pick? Oh, my gosh. Do you understand? Do you know what I, I mean? I totally understand. Okay. This, is, this is hard. Yeah. Um, I mean... I think I'd say bitch sesh. Yeah. Because I do a lot of bitching. 
But that I don't know that that's true of you. I think you're a pretty easygoing gal. I think I do a lot of pitching. <laughs> it's with a good spirit. Yeah, that's true. When I wrote for the Hudson Hub Times, you oh my the lord, I was, a, I was a roving reporter. You guys, this is like a suburban small town newspaper where the police blotter is like a man saw a person walking in his backyard. Police investigated, and it turned out to be a trash bag. Yeah, or my dad. My dad made the. The police. <laughs> he made the police blotter? A few times. What did he do? Don't, you don't have to do very much to make the no, police No, you blotter. really don't. But, and I was reporting on those. Or like, I don't know. I was, it was very, it was an interesting time. You went to like the Adopt-A-Puppy Day. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I brought, we talk about Kara Hughes a lot on this podcast. She's the greatest. She's a great friend. She would come with me to Ham Radio Day. Yeah, that, we that's right. We had to sit in a uh, trailer with no. an overweight man eating out of a crock pot full of beans and <laughs> talk to him about ham radios for two hours. He had he had a crock pot in the van? Yeah. That's confusing. Or no, it was like an RV kind of. like. A yeah, like a, oh, sure, sure, sure. And she went to a terrible production of Peanuts with me. Like, what a friend. Oh my god! When I, when I had I had this column and it was called Lore Rants. Get it? <gasps> yes, very very punny. Because I like to rant. So yeah. I'm sorry to go on for so long, but so I think bitch sesh. Bitch sesh. Okay. Uh, accepted. I accept Thank your answer. You. Yeah. Woo, uh, part part two. Uh oh. Um, if you had to create a podcast that would inspire a book, that would inspire a movie about your life, starring Tony Collette as your mother and Corey Stroll as Stroll as me. What would you call that podcast? Oh my! Sort of a spin on like, what I would your memoir be, be I titled? I think about this all the time. This better be good because you are like this a legit writer. American Lauren. <laughs> oh my god, that is a really accurate podcast name to then be translated into a book, to then be translated into a movie starring Tony it's Collette as your mom. Exactly what I was thinking. I mean, if it was someone other than Tony Collette, I, it would a be totally cast. different. Yeah. Totally different. Oh. Um, good one. Really good Fun. one. That was hard. I'm liking this like surprise element where Watch one or two of us is really thrown. Oh my lanta! Next time the surprise is like there's an animal loose yeah. where we're recording. I was gonna do that anyway. There is an animal loose. That's where we're true. Recording. His name is Monty, and yeah. he's a charming cat. Sometimes he speaks up. Listen, that's a that's a hidden Easter egg. Yeah, right? just listen, listen for that. He's hungry right now. Oh my gosh! And now a word from our sponsor, Blue Apron. Do you love Blue Aprons? Apparently they're a thing now because this business is happening. Sign up to receive one apron that is blue. You'll receive not just the Blue Apron, but free delivery nationwide. You get then get this. You choose the delivery date that best fits your schedule. Do you want to have uninterrupted silence at 3 p.m. on Wednesday so you can watch Dr. Phil? Will you be at Bongo Club at 7 p.m. on Friday? No problem. Blue Apron will work around your nutty weird schedule. Bongos? Really? The apron comes in a refrigerated box for some reason, but hey, why not? These people know what they're doing, and why would they lie to us? If you want an apron that is not blue, you can still order it and dye it. And I don't know how to do that, so you might just want to Google it. And if you want something blue that is not an apron, maybe you should just order something else like a blue bathing suit. Blue bathing suits, by the way, are not sponsoring us, so... Maybe you shouldn't do that. Well, honestly, the deal hasn't gone through, but I'm still really hoping for episode nine for Blue Bathing Suit. I love them. Thank you again to our sponsor, Blue Apron. We're so grateful. We love you. I actually, I did get mine in the mail, and I was pretty glad, A, that I got to choose my delivery date, and B, um, about the refrigerated box, because you know how, like, when you're cooking and you're, you get, like, a hot body? Yeah. When you throw in this blue apron yeah. from the refrigerated box, it just really cools your and, situation and you down. And you can even get in the refrigerated box? It's honestly know? not big enough for a human, but oh. 
but you could certainly try. Well, Another, that's like a fun little extra project. It would it would be a little wasteful if they sent a tiny blue apron in yeah, a human-sized box. They're, they're a green company. Even right. though their name doesn't indicate, it sort of right. has a different color in and there. It's I, still... I really trust this company. They seem to know, really know they're onto something. So I think whatever they're doing is working. The, 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 I'm, I'm totally into them. The, it's all the rage. Everyone, everyone's doing it. Yep. I'm just so glad they sponsored our little yeah. podcast. Sweeties. They're sweeties. <laughs> um, what's our first clip? Um, okay, since last week was a bit of a downer, somehow. I know, we really, we really fucked that up. Yeah, we really brought it down. This one's going to be a hoot? Yeah, hoot nanny. <laughs> I, but I wanted to do something really fun and mm-hmm, uplifting. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, Nerdette, and um, it's a podcast with Trisha Bobeda and Greta Johnson. I love that name, Trisha Bobeda. I know. I wonder if that's her real name. It sounds kind of fake. It's, it's too like a good stage to be true. name. It's too good to be true. Too good to be true. That's actually what I would have named the podcast about your life. Too oh, good to be that, true. That makes so much more yeah, sense. Yeah, I know. Um, but they have Catelyn Moran, Moran on. Um, she's talking about working for a famous mu- music magazine in London when she was a teenager, and it was kind of weird because she was like this like thirteen year old yeah. working in this office full of grown men. And she kind of thought that in order to impress them, she had to be, like, really cynical. So she would, like, mm. rip the bands apart that she was reviewing because she just wanted to be cool yeah. and, like, adult. Yeah. So, anyway, listen to what she has to say about uh, being cynical. It's, it will change your life. Get ready. People would throw drinks in my face and people hated me and I still thought, but I, I love music. I, I started to write about it because I love it. Why am I doing this? So I stopped being cynical because the whole thing about being cynical is you put on armour to protect yourself because you are ashamed for people to know that you are innocent and naive and that you are inexperienced. So you put on this faux cynicism and armour to protect you. But the thing about armour is you can't grow in armour, you can't dance in armour, you can't run in armour, you can't change in armour. And that now, the, the thing of being able to write to a national audience Every teenager has now in the 21st century. You're all on Facebook, social media, on Facebook, you're on Twitter. And the game there is to be cynical. It is to be snarky. It is to want to tear people down and to not believe in things and a war of who's going to be the most bitchy that week. And, you know, that was another reason why I really wanted to write this book, you know, kind of like an old woman sitting on the stairs of a caravan <laughs> going, her beard. Like stroking my lady beard, my one very long chin hair that is always there. Going, going children, I've done this cynicism thing. It does not work out so well. Abandon this now. Be have the bravery it takes far more balls to be a giddy optimist always ready to be disappointed but always staking everything on a new band changing your life you know on a new politician coming along that does actually want to do some good keep believing you know you have to keep yourself optimistic and and you know and always have the balls to fall in love with something and say i love this this is our definition of the difference and the reason that nerds are better than hipsters hipsters like things until someone else does yes nerds like them no matter how many other people do and want to tell you about it (laughs) I love the idea of having the balls to fall in love with something and to mm. be optimistic because it's harder. Yeah, totally. It's so easy to complain about everything. And they go on to talk about hipsters versus nerds. And they're saying, like, hipsters like things until someone else does. And then they stop. <laughs> but nerds like things no matter what. And Ride they, or die. And they tell everyone about it. Yep. And it's so earnest and true and yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I just want everyone to be a nerd. Why can't yeah. we just all be nerds about and be unashamed to talk about what we love? And it's such a good point. I also think like n- nerds now, um, like that feels like a community. Like with a ner- with a nerd, if it's whether it's like Star Wars or gaming or whatever, that is sort of indicates community. And hipster doesn't really indicate community. Hipster like, 
is almost the lack of community. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that's another and something distinction. They talk about on Nerd Ed all the time is you can be a nerd about anything. It, being a nerd, it just means you love something. Right. You can be a nerd about pro football. Yeah. And it's still, you're a nerd. You're a nerd. Yeah. I'm sorry, pro footballers. You're a nerd. You're, both those guys are yeah. total nerds. Nerdy. What are you a nerd about? I'm definitely a nerd about theater. Oh, bread. Oh, wait. Oh, bread. I, mean, <laughs> I love it all. I love naan. I love a baguette. How long can, how long can I You can't list even bread name names? bread. Well, you That's, don't like bread, so Those are the bad. only types of bread I know. Yeah. Um, definitely theater. Um, you know, I, I work in the industry, and um, I find this all the time, what she was talking about with the music industry, where it's like, you go see the new thing, and it's the cool thing to be like, oh, it's shitty, and you know, I hated it and whatever, whatever. And I, I always try to like, if, if I can't say at least a few positive things about a show that like all these people have poured their hearts and souls into and worked so hard on and all these other people have like poured millions of dollars into, like, it's not, I'm not a worthy like reviewer or critic if I can't find something positive in it. Like that's, that just means you're uninformed. That means you can't articulate and also, there's enough that you love. So talk about the stuff you love. Yeah. there's a lot out there that you love. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Are there some shitty shows that I go see and I'm like, maybe skip this one? Absolutely. But it's I think it's definitely people people's instincts to lean towards the like being mean. Because it they think it makes them seem smarter, cooler, you know? I know. I have to say I'm guilty of it sometimes. I, oh, t- I think we all are. I think we all are. But I also nerd out about stuff, too. So. What are you nerdy about? Oh, I, I know the answer. Uh, more, Is that what you were going to say? I was going to say books. Oh, books. I'm, oh, I'm also... Like, I guess I would say Disney nerds and Jesus. Because I, I love... Disney books and Jesus, you mean? Dis- or Disney books and yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And in college, I love just, like, the historical Jesus. I, like, I love learning about him. Yeah, just a flag. You're, like, not a mega church no, evangelical. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm, like, fascinated. And at... Um, parties in college my roommate would always say don't get her started on Jesus <laughs> never stop talking about it and I feel the same way about books like yeah I think when I'm at parties and I ask people what they're reading they're like oh no like she, we have nothing to talk about but I really want to know what people are reading yeah like, I'm really into it and then Disney like that that I mean those people aren't hiding they're nerds I I think I learned like the idea of not worrying about being cool is, like, super liberating. And I think I learned it from my mom. I talk about my mom a lot. Yeah. Maybe I'm a nerd of my mom. You're not, I, I would love I'm to be a nerd about nerd. your mom. <laughs> but um, I think she taught me this because she never cared what people thought of her. Yeah. And she was just always so fun. And I can remember she came in, would come in and volunteer at my school a lot when I was little. And a lot of the moms would come in and try to be, like, cool to, like, yeah. little kids or, like, little boys. <laughs> and my mom was just silly. And she was, like would always tell them that they're good at things and they used to call her Mrs. Pasilli. And <laughs> I think and they thought she was cool. Yeah. Like she was just being herself. It yeah. was like working. Like she wasn't trying to be cool, but everybody thinks she's cool because she's herself and she's not af- afraid to admit she's a nerd. And that's what Catelyn Moran is talking about. So I love it. I love it. I also just want to point out the good classroom pun because you should mention your mom's last name is Pacell. Oh, yeah. So Pacilli is a fun yeah. play on that. But let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, clip number two. Speaking of silly, this is a weird one, you guys. I love it. <laughs> um, so it's sort of a modern twist on radio plays. You, do you remember, like, radio plays in the 20s or whatever? Yeah, where they would, I was like, there. Oh, you, wow, yeah. that's, that's crazy. They would, like, act out plays on the radio, and they would, like, you know, clomp shoes on the table to make it sound like someone was walking. Like, all, all that stuff. Because they really had nothing better to do. Because they were sitting around, like, 
plucking wheat. It was I don't, better than nothing. I don't know. Um, so this podcast is called Unsolved Murders, True Crime Stories. That's the full title. Um, and it's it's really fun. It's sort of like a combination of these radio plays, but like a modern twist. Um, some of the stories is acted out by voice actors. Some of it is like narrated by the hosts. Um, it can get it can get a little goofy. Um, but if you love the true crime genre, it's it's super fun. Um, this episode is about the murder of William Desmond Taylor, who's considered. Hollywood's first murder. May he, may he rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. Had you heard of this name before? This we, famous movie no, guy. I hadn't. Isn't that Which interesting? Is a real shame. No, I hadn't either. But we're about to learn is the good news. Go on. Um, he was a big silent movie star in the twenties. This guy was his death was considered like the first big Hollywood murder. Spooky. Early in the evening, Mabel Norman was at the home of William Desmond Taylor. Don't you trust me, Mabel? You know I only want the best for you. Believe me, my past is in the past. People shouldn't be allowed to take advantage of you. I'm quite fine, thank you. Were they arguing about her drug use? And was that weighing on Taylor's mind? Was the personal situation between Mabel and William and Mary Miles Minter coming to a head? Maybe you'd be happier with that child. Don't be like that. Was Mary's mother Charlotte Shelby ready to assert the ultimate control over her daughter's life and career? I'm not going to let them walk over me, that's for damn sure. Or was this just the night when someone decided to remedy a personal or professional affront from the celebrated director? What we know for sure is that sometime after Mabel Norman drove off, a murderer showed up at the Alvarado Court's apartments, or perhaps had even been lying in wait. Spooky! Myself. We normally podcast in the dark, but I made Lauren turn on all the lights because it's too scary. I'm holding his hand. <laughs> Honestly, word of warning, do not wa- listen to this podcast alone. No. <laughs> you need some, to hold someone's hand. And holding your own hand doesn't work. I it, tried. It, mine are too sweaty. Okay, so it's, a, it's silly. It's silly. But the stories are good. And it's just entertaining if you let yourself go. Um, they also, I feel like, try to relate this 1920s murder to like present day um so at one point they were talking about one of the actress's mothers who you heard of, uh, of in the clip one of the one of the uh, potential killers um they described her as like a momager who's part dina lohan 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 lindsey lohan's mom um and part chris jenner as though we like don't can't picture like an uh, an overwhelming stage mom I mean, without this correlation. That would be a monstrous combination. That's pretty bad. I mean, that person would be like twelve feet tall. Oh, yeah! If you just stack them right on top of each other. I mean, no, just like if it was like if they like melded into one. Yeah. Person, be like that I mass mean, has got to go somewhere. It would be Satan. I think that is Satan. Interesting. Satan I actually feel like uh, Lindsay Low Low and Lohan. Which is it? I know she's like Lohan. said it's. But I feel like she at one point was like, call me Lowen now. Well, it's classier. You can't listen to everything she said. It's so true. Yeah. It's the Teresa Judice syndrome. Right. Um, the dad is worse, right? The dad's a yeah, real monster. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Dads are, dads are creepy sometimes. Not ours. Ours are great. Oh, no. Um, I also feel, like I was saying, I feel like it's weird we don't know any celebs from this era. I guess. I know, I know who Greta Garbo is. Was she I, silent I movie? I didn't know who that was. Is she on the Real Housewives? <laughs> She's on the Real Housewives of Hollywood in the in the 
turn of the century. Oh my God, that would be yeah, really I'd watch that. I well, I would definitely watch it. I have zero standards. Were they allowed to drink back then? Because if not, it might be boring. Oh, I guess there's probably a time in the twenties where they can't. Yeah, pro- when was Prohibition? Twenties. And it have to be a silent episode, right? Yeah, that's true. Ooh. Although we do currently have the capabilities to use audio, so couldn't we dub it over, oh, figure something I out? When you film things about the 20s you like weren't allowed to sound i think you just watched the great gatsby with leo dicaprio on mute accidentally i feel like the whole world is just making sense right now because we've been talking about theater and the real housewives and bitch sesh oh right we're really bringing it together it's like we made an outline or something we didn't I know. yeah people are gonna think we really are on top of our game. It was those podcast classes we took after episode oh my God, one. I know. <laughs> the um, first thing they said was like, make sure to take these classes before you start. And we were like, oh shit. Right. And then they were like, make an outline. And we were like, oh shit. We were like, no oh, time. I hear you. I'm not going to do that because that requires me using my hands to type words on a exactly. keyboard. And I'm too busy watching The Housewives. Exactly. That's what I said. Yeah. But this. Uh, this is the December Berkshire County <laughs> episode of Bitch Sesh, and as you know, the hosts are Casey and Danielle. Wait, do you think? About this before. Do you think December Berkshire County is like a play on August Osage County? That I play? Think it must be. I dig it. Okay. They are smart. Yep. It's a, if you don't know August Osage County, it's a great play by Tracy Letts. You should look it up. Oh my you can gosh. read it. I'm glad we have you here to. What did I tell you? I'm a nerd about theater. You are. You're a yeah. nerd. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> nerd. But, you know, as you know, they usually Casey and Danielle talk about The Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. But this clip, sometimes they talk about other things, and it's always like maybe even better. It, like it, They do talk about some tangential things. In fact, we almost accidentally filled up this whole episode with, like, three bitch sesh clips. I could. Because it's really wide-ranging. I, I, I could do it. Yeah. Um, we're nerds about bitch sesh. But um, in this clip, Casey has just seen Hamilton. Yes. And... And, and she wasn't thrilled. I have to say, I haven't listened to this episode yet. I'm, I'm a little behind, but I, I'm interested to hear what she has to say because I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not all about it. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. Ugh. I love a musical. I mean, I am obsessed. So you are. I entered into this with such high hopes I cannot even describe to you, only to be laughing out loud at points. I had to cover my laughter. <laughs> Halfway through, I started watching the rest of the audience watch it, and that was so much more entertaining, watching (laughs) old white people literally doing an overbite and like, oh, so excited to watch people rapping. It was the saddest, and the rhyme schemes were so basic, and I saw people like squealing with glee. I, I have an example of a oh, rhyme. Okay, let me Danielle, hear. this is what they literally all sounded like. It was like, the lady doth protest too much. It's time for a duel and stuff, motherfucker. <laughs> that was every single line. It was so simplistic, so silly, so such an Eminem ripoff. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? I'm watching people. The choreography was like them like taking chairs and like wheeling them over <laughs> their heads slowly. I, You know, it, it was a history it should have toured high schools for a 45-minute show about Hamilton. Not even high schools, middle schools. Middle schools? Yeah. You know, and that would have been a great place for it. Oh, my God. She not only, like, disliked it, she's ripping this apart. Yeah, and, I mean, I've never heard anyone say <laughs> anything <laughs> negative about Hamilton. Like, people that I respect and trust yeah. have said that it has changed their lives. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the thing. So I, I have seen Hamilton. 
I loved it. I feel like it, you know, it's tough when something is so, so, so hyped. You know, for me, it lived up to the hype. I, it was one of my favorite theater-going experiences. I think it's super revolutionary. I feel like it's changing the face of musical theater. I'm so into it. I also feel like I don't really have to defend it that much because every single other person on the face of this earth agrees with me. Well, I think Casey's right, although <sighs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> Controversial. Go on. Yes. Well, I must say, we have a lot in common, but we have different opinions we on do. musicals all the time. Like, we really 100%. do. 100%. Yeah. Like, I like, like, South Pacific and, like, mm, the older ones. Like, pass. Yeah, and you like more the modern ones. Yeah. Um, I... I um she she admits this is like a very unpopular opinion and then in the next episode she has to give like an apology statement <laughs> but it's not a real I can tell no, she's not it's sorry a, yeah she's I've like, heard those from her before in a, in a good way she's like acknowledging that people got pissed right but um I find this so fun I just I, I get if someone doesn't like the vibe or if they're like uh, it just wasn't for me but for her to talk about the rhyme schemes like. I feel like it's being lauded for all the like internal rhyme schemes and all these like really well-respected rappers are seeing it and saying like, this is such good music. That's, you know what I mean? That's what's confusing, but I feel like I will feel this way if <gasps> I ever see oh, it. Oh man. I just, I, that makes me want well, to, for you not to see it. I wanted to see it at first, but it's so expensive that it I started is. getting pissed. Cause I was like, so only rich people can go see mm. this. Like it's bullshit. And here's what I'll say. I loved it. I wouldn't pay $600 for a ticket to Beyonce, let alone Hamilton. Right. It's, it's too much money. I don't like that, like, you have to be, like, a rich I know. And they've tried, to, they've tried to do, like, some outreach where, you know, they've given, like, 20,000 tickets to students in, in the New York City area, which is really great. Um, they're trying more ticket initiatives to get folks who are, like not super rich into the theater, which is great, but... Well, have I gotten a ticket for free? <laughs> no, you no, have not. I, I don't think you're who they're targeting so for some reason. Now <laughs> I'm opposed. Okay. And now, it's funny, because my mom was going to be here, and she was like, you know, let's go see Hamilton. And I was like, you know what? Fuck <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> Forget about it. I'm done. Oh, my god. You gosh. had your chance, Hamilton. I was interested in you at first. Yeah. And... And you lost me. It's like you that. lost me with your greed yeah. and self-centeredness and your awards. Mm. It's I'm like out. that guy who plays hard to get too long and then suddenly yeah. you're like, I found someone else. You know what I want to see? What? I want to see The King and I. Well, that's fair. That's actually a good production. I want to see uh, Fun Home. Yeah, that's closing in September. You should no! see it before it closes. It's really good. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, Janine Tesori is brilliant and Lisa Crown. Who's the King and I right now? I like her. Uh, well, it was Kelly O'Hara, oh, but she's, she's gone. Yeah. Now it's um, uh, Maren Maisie. Is that right? I don't, I don't know. I'm the theater nerd. I should know. I think that's right. I think that's right, too. Yeah. Um, it's, this is so interesting. Have you seen even, like, clips of Hamilton? Mm, I kind of turn it off every time. Yeah. Like, I zone out. Like, I had to watch the Emmy or the, some award show for work. Uh-huh. And oh, I, it was the Grammys, just, maybe? Yeah, they were on I the Grammys? Yeah, I zoned out. Like, I was, like... Purposely not paying attention. That's so funny. I get, I get, I lose interest. I'm it's ex- it's exciting. My, I feel like you would like it, but you're so right that every time I love a show, you're like meh, and the reverse. But I feel like I might hate it so much that I might love it. 
You know? You're gonna you're gonna be the only person in history to hate watch Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, it'll be an expensive hate watch. That is an expensive hate watch. Oh, don't worry. I'll bring my phone so I can watch The Housewives. Oh, like, perfect. Like when I'm bored. That's that is what I was worried about. Yeah. To be honest. Well, thank you for thinking of me. Wow, Casey Wilson. I love you, Casey, Casey. Wilson. But I just I can't get behind this one. Casey, I love you, and I love you more. I feel wow. like now I feel like Casey and I are like soul sisters. Maybe, maybe so. We so far everything you know about her, like we have a lot. It's of it's vibing. Yeah, you both have passion for, you know, housewives and disliking yeah. genius musicals that would, win the Pulitzer Prize. I'm gonna start living my life. Maybe I'll start a blog called like, <laughs> Living Like Casey, and like I just literally do everything she says on the show. Yeah, like whatever she's doing. Yeah, like if she's talking about eating like yogurt like i will eat that same yogurt even though i hate yogurt as much as you hate bread i hate yogurt more than you hate wait bread. wait 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 back up i just want to clarify i don't hate bread okay, okay i just not like okay. into not bread much, not as much as oprah okay i mean no one likes bread as much as oprah if, if those commercials are to be believed <laughs> I, and I believe her if you hear her voice she's i also serious. i also will say like i'm pro yogurt this has become Disgusting. the most it's boring podcast in history we are just like Talking about yogurt. And bread. We've talked about bread a lot. Now, a question to our listeners. Have you tried the Greek yogurt? Oh, my God. It's disgusting. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. Greek yogurt is, is all right. It's, I just think you, it's should have all to, right. I think you should have to work for your food. It, like, gloves what do you down mean? your throat. It's, like, <laughs> slimy. Are you thinking of gogurt? All yogurt. Because gogurt is sort of like the easy, breezy, no mess, no fuss it's, yogurt. It's worse, but it's... <laughs> Yogurt is bad on its own. We ha- might have to cut this because we're um, in the workings to get Gogurt be- to be our sponsor for I next I would love it if Gogurt sponsored us. Oh, my God. I would love that. Where that would make, the world would make sense. The world would make so much sense. Where have we even gotten to right now? I don't know. Um, are, we, are we ready for the next one? I'm next ready. Next clip? Okay. Amazing. I, don't wanna, I just don't want to like cut off your anti-Hamilton tirade. If, if I have thoughts about yogurt i will just interrupt you uh here's a good word if you want to talk about yogurt we could use some sort of keyword or key phrase like um oh yogurt something like that that's a good idea yeah just something to consider okay um our next clip comes from anna ferris is unqualified which is a podcast with the host anna ferris surprisingly um her guest this episode is keegan michael key who i love you know him from um key and peel the show he has on Comedy Central with Jordan Peele. Um, so her podcast is sort of an advice podcast, but she readily admits that she's not really qualified to give advice. Um, so she has like a guest in the first bit is that they are just kind of chatting and talking. And then the second bit is that guests call in with questions of all kinds and they answer them in the best way that they can. Um, which again, they acknowledge like might not be the best advice cause they're not super qualified. I mean, they're more qualified than I am to do anything in my life, anything. including my profession. But, you know, they're no Dan Savage. Um, so this clip, they're sort of role-playing that Anna Ferris is like a bigwig studio executive who owns the rights to, like, potential movie sequels. Um, which they, she doesn't normally do, like, this type of, like, role-playing, like, improv stuff, but it's it's really funny, and I think it's what, like, it's Keegan-Michael Key's thing. Um, so this one they're discussing Rosemary's Talking Baby, I love which is a sequel, apparently, to Rosemary's Baby. 
Um, the sequel takes place in 2043, which is a time when men can have babies. So Keegan-Michael decides his character, which is the lead, will be a Latin guy. And here he is describing the plot of Rosemary's talking baby. So in this case, I'm Rosemary, and I get it, but uh, maybe we'll just call me um, Rosemariano. And I'll be a Hispanic guy who wants the uterus inside of him, uh-huh. right? Do you like it so far? Like he's maybe he's this, he, we can play an well, ethnic. I you know, I just think that demographically speaking, to I have a guy like this, like this in this particular kind of way. I like this market for right? sure. Okay, and then what happens is he, 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 same thing happens like from the original, right? Mm-hmm. So at one point in time, he remember he starts to find out, he goes to see the priest and he finds out that there are two babies inside of him. Those two babies. And what happens is he realizes one baby is the devil baby and the other baby is a regular baby. <laughs> and then the majority of the film, <laughs> what happened? He go to the doctor. <laughs> he go to the doctor. Uh-huh. And the majority of the film, <laughs> the place. <laughs> To the um, the ultrasound machine, <laughs> and there is a there is a battle between good and evil inside of his home, inside of his home. I I do think this movie sounds pretty groundbreaking, but I also think we're ignoring the film that came before it, which was Junior, oh my God, in which Arnold Schwarzenegger right. was a pregnant man. Oh. <laughs> that movie cannot be they don't touch it if they made a sequel to that movie I'd be so mad because like don't mess with the best that's what I always say it's so people. true what if though what if um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was on board and Go he was on. playing <laughs> he, he was playing the grandfather to a kid a boy who also got pregnant oh, actually <laughs> that sounds really good and it was played by like a Michael Sarah type oh my god Wow. I'd watch it. I, I would 100 zillion thousand percent watch that. Honestly, for legal reasons, can I say, like, no copycats? Like, right. no, no copies? I think yeah. we're pretty covered by just Get me Michael saying Sarah that. Get Michael on the horn. It's gotta <laughs> be Michael Sarah. Get him on the horn. Um, back to the point. I think I would also watch Rosemary's Talking Baby. Oh, my God. 100 zillion percent. They noted earlier that they'd... <laughs> That they already had Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen is in as a lock for the role of the babies. Oh my god! Yeah, I Which, don't think they'd do it. I, I don't believe. See, I've believed everything that these people have said up until that fact. Everything else was super realistic. They wouldn't do Fuller House. That's like, a great I feel like they're point. They're not going to be on board. If they're not doing Fuller House, they're not doing Rosemary's Talking Baby. Probably not. I this makes me doubt the entire podcast. Actually, might be all of it is a lie. I mean, they are unqualified. Mm. It's almost as if. They were making it up. Right. Oh, no. Don't we do should, this to me. We should write in. I love the idea of, like, terrible sequels, though. It's almost like they should just have a terrible sequel for every movie. Ever. Yeah. It should be a law. Yeah. Like, because, like, I would, like, oh, my God. The bad sequels are better than the originals sometimes. Hello? I mean, you can hate watch Hamilton. You can hate watch a bad sequel. I would watch the sequel to Hamilton. If you... <laughs> What's that one called? Like... Another secret, the treasurer, treasury of state, the real housewives of Hamilton. There's something there. That's all I'm saying. The real housewives of Hamilton. I I could get behind that. The real housewives of Mount Vernon. Oh my god. Yeah. Sounds gripping. Um, 
if you could stunt cast Keegan-Michael Key in any movie sequel, what movie would you pick? Dirty Dancing 2. <laughs> I know there's like the Havana Nights, but that doesn't count. And I want like a And more... he would be Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. love this idea. I really love this idea. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I can just picture him doing those dance moves. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm really into it. And I'm thinking maybe um, America Ferreira could be uh, the sort of like sexy cool girl who like rolls into oh, camp. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's like you've been thinking about this. Honestly, okay. I've been journaling a little bit about it and I just hadn't figured out who my baby was. But you pointing this out just makes total <sighs> sense. Well, if you could suncast Keegan Michael Key and any. Oh, really great question. I think I would have to pick Blank Check and he'd be oh, the villain. Fuck. Yeah. I knew you were going to yep. say that. Blank Check 2, blanker than before. Oh! Yeah. Oh, too much. <laughs> Eric's favorite movie is Blank Check, guys. What? How dare you? Uh, you don't know my life. I, I know everything about you. Maybe it's one of those movies that you haven't seen, I which know, is all of them. I know everything about you except, except where when we had sex. we had Whoopi last. <laughs> I think we've really made some good progress on, like, general Hollywood. I know. They, the, the, the execs should come see us. Listen, if anyone, us. if anyone has any connections to Hollywood, uh-huh. just hit us up right quick because we right. have some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> hit us up right quick. Um, okay, let's get into our segments. Let's do it. First one is Jingle Jangle. Jingle Jangle. Um, this is our segment where we find a musical clip from a podcast, um, and play it for you all. This week comes from a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Which is pretty much like exactly what it sounds like. It's a podcast that's super canine centric. They talk about dogs and dog news. It's like it was made just for me. Um, And here is their uh, theme song. It's super cute. Is there a dog in a car at a bar on the street? Then that's a dog that we really want to meet. Hey, can I pet your dog? 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 Please. With Renee and Allegra. C-I-P-Y-D. That was so cute. I know. Why isn't ours that cute? Monty hated it. The cat. Monty the cat. He's giving us some... Some like killer stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the cutest theme song? That made me really happy. I know. I would put it on repeat and run for miles. <gasps> I feel like I need it on repeat in my head when I'm walking down the street because it, it has to remind me to ask to pet the dog. Yeah, you have to ask. Sometimes Eric. I don't. No. Sometimes I will like sneak pet a dog. Have you ever done that? No. It's where the owner, like the dog is trailing a little bit behind the owner. And so once the owner passes you, you can just like get the dog real quick. Do you really have to do that? Can't you just, you, oh, you just don't want to ask. You're no. And also like they're in a rush. I'm in a rush. Yeah. I just want to like touch the fur you and be on my to way. Touch the dog. Okay. <laughs> touch the dog. Good day, sir. No one knows. No one's the wiser. Well, you got to be careful. Like, don't do that with, like, pet gorillas. You know, like, Honestly, only do that with dogs. Don't limit my sneak petting. I just, I'm worried about you out there sometimes. I'm a nerd about sneak petting, and I and I just feel like you're being anti, you're being a bully. You're do, being a real bully. Do they talk about sneak petting on <laughs> Can I Pet Your Dog? No, of course they sure? don't, because okay. it's not a thing. <laughs> I think you need to call in, because it's We should probably like call thing. in. I it's, mean, if you do it, it's a thing. It's true. Okay, the other thing is... At the end of the song, they sing C-I-P-Y-D, which are the initials to their podcast. And I just want to note, 
our initials are PP. Well, really, our initials are is P because it's one word. Right. So we could just that would that would be wonderful for the ears. <laughs> just like real a gentle, just like a single P. That's gonna be our new intro. P P P P P P. Yeah, man. Um, actually, I have heard from early from some some listeners. Oh. And they said it's the show is sort of like the experience of going to the bathroom. It, it, there's a lot. So yeah. this works out really well. You could listen to it while you're peeing. I'm not proud. I'm not proud of what we've been saying here. No. Um, Let's move on. I also get to dog sit for my husband's coworker's dog this weekend. Ooh. I know. So basically, I'm you just going to be. You don't even have to take a sneak pet. I know. I get to do like full on right. pet. It also just means I'm spending the whole weekend on the floor of my husband's coworker's apartment. Oh, okay. So I won't ask you to do anything. Yeah. Actually, I did ask you to do something. You said you were busy. Were you lying? Cause you just want to hang out? Uh, no, I also have another thing that okay. I didn't mention it's and like, can't think of right now, but it's like definitely it. I understand. an appointment that I have to be at. I understand. Just, I understand what this like uninterrupted petting thing is. Yeah. For you, so. I mean, you get it. You got this I cat. Get it. I get it. Would you ever start a podcast called like, can I hang out with your cat? I would start a pet cat podcast. I have a lot of strong feelings. Yeah. Are you going to try to turn this into a pod, cat podcast? I'm trying now. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Anyway, dog, dogs. You guys, if you could have seen this catty stare she just gave me. Yeah. It's pretty catty. I was trying to kill him with my eyes. Actually. Yeah. It, it was the same look Monty gave us during the dog song. But I did not show you my butthole. <laughs> Thank you. Goodness. Yeah. I mean, I don't I mean, know. I'm wearing pants. Maybe. <laughs> Monty and I aren't exactly alike. <laughs> well, you're wearing pants now. I. It's only because I asked you to put them on halfway <laughs> through this episode. <laughs> you're such a party pooper. Sorry. Every party has a pooper. That's what me and I did you. Maybe that's our, maybe that should be our <gasps> podcast Perfect. jingle. The world makes sense. Just like potty language everywhere. Yeah. Um, okay. What's our next segment? Um, no comment. This week, no comment, is from the Savage Lovecast, episode 503. And, of course, every week our no comment segment is the, you know, the segment where we play a clip that just needs no, you know. Yeah. I mean, no we're going to try our damnedest. Speaks for itself. Nothing. Like, I'm going to gag us, so we literally say nothing. Starting now. Starting in a second. We're not going to say anything. Starting now. <laughs> Go. Here we are, June, at an attack on a gay bar. And one of the key differences in these attacks, if you're looking for the silver lining, was the attack on Stonewall, on the Stonewall Inn in the village in New York City in 1969. It was an attack by the authorities. The cops burst into that bar to arrest the patrons who fought back. And this weekend, in Orlando at Pulse, a gay bar under attack, and this time the cops, they burst in not to arrest the patrons, but to attempt to save them. We will always live in a world with bigots. The measure of a society is not, is it free of homophobia, transphobia, anti-Semitism, racism, sexism? The test is how does that society respond when racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, anti-Semitism, when those things manifest themselves, how does that society respond? And again, that was um, Dan Savage on his Savage Lovecast. You should uh, pop over and listen. It's episode 503 to hear his entire 
um, his entire sort of comment about about this because it's great. Yeah, he's the person you want to be listening to talking about this. Yeah. But we said we say no comment. We can't do it, guys. <laughs> well, we but can't. it wasn't really commentary. It was more so just like you know facts about facts. what that was. Yeah, that's true. We like facts. Speaking of facts, truth or false non-fact? <laughs> true, <laughs> true yeah, fact or false fact? I'm confused. <laughs> is is your podcast bay this week? Special guest with Lauren Lapkus. Truth. Give it to us. Um, I Sorry, you were supposed to say true fact. Oh, true fact. <laughs> Give it to us. Um, I, this week, Podcast Bay with special guest Lauren Lapkus. Mm, I said it wrong. Oh, I, I wasn't trying to correct you. I no, I didn't think you were. Talking. Okay. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're a psychopath. Remember, what did you say? Remember that previous podcast where it was like I am a the number one indicator of no, being I'm a psychopath? Sociopath. Oh, is correcting people? Yes. Okay. Wait, what? I you're right about that, but what? How did you say it? Oh, uh, I think I said special guest with Lauren Lapkus, but that. Oh. Yeah. Rongo Dongo. I <laughs> I also didn't think you were correcting me. Oh, okay. I just for those listeners who were like. They're like googling that dummy. it. And they're like, this doesn't exist. <laughs> can't trust anything. These combination of words is bringing up nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a big X. <laughs> Um, I don't usually listen to improv comedy podcasts because I always feel like I want to like get something out of the podcast. Yeah. Um, and they feel so gluttonous. It's like I'm just having too much fun. It's like I'm rolling around and shit. <laughs> I mean, that's what I think. It is. It is sometimes like more fun for the people on it, but I I, I do like these types of podcasts. Well, I like this one for yep. sure because each episode is a brand new podcast, like a whole new podcast. Yeah. And the guest that she has is the host of the episode, and Lauren Lampkiss is always the guest. It's so fun. Is, is everyone following along? Have I made, been making sense? It makes sense to me, but okay. I have also listened to this podcast. You're also podcast. a genius. I am also, like, alarmingly sharp. smart. Sharp. <laughs> um, there's one episode with Claudia O'Darty that's called the... the the whole podcast is called I'm Sorry I Catfished You. And it's literally literally just Claudia's podcast in which she reveals to Lauren, the guest, that she has been catfishing <laughs> her and she isn't who Lauren thought she was at all. And she admits it's the only episode that will ever exist of Sorry I Catfished You because she started the show just to reveal this to Lauren. <laughs> it is hilarious. Um, there's one with uh, Jason Manzukas called mm. What Went Wrong. It's just this guy trying to find out why Lauren Lapkus's character dumped him. And it turns out there's like a lot of good reasons. <laughs> um, all the episodes are totally different and they have really famous guests and hosts. Um, guest hosts. Uh, and Lauren Lapkus is, she's so talented and she's wildly different in every single one. And I think even if you don't listen to improv comedy podcasts, you'll like it. It's just so enjoyable. Uh, I think I like it because I like when podcasts have structure. Yeah. It's not just like, what am I listening to? Where is this going? Like our podcast. I right. like it when there's structure. Yeah. And so this one is is improvised, but it does have a lot of structure. How will people know, how do people know Lauren Lapkiss? She was on Characters. Uh-huh. She was on, she was in Jurassic World. Oh, that's right. She's really funny. I forgot that she was in that. Yeah. She she was on she was on Key and Peele. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Are you googling this now, or is this in your brain? No, I'm I'm googling it now. I did remember Jurassic World. 
but um, I know her originally, and I this is why I was looking it up because I was trying to figure out what I what I knew her first from, and it was Orange Is the New Black. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen it. She was a corrections officer, um, the first couple seasons, I think. Wow. Yeah, I think she does a lot with Scott Ackerman as well. They seem of to be comedy bugs. bang bang. Yeah, yeah. Also, sort of an improv-y yeah podcast. Yeah, I love that one too. Um, good one, good podcast, Bay. Yeah, I'm into it. This whole podcast was good. Yeah. Except for that part where Monty <laughs> showed us his butthole. That was the worst part of the podcast. I'm glad you guys didn't have to see that. I do have to think, though, that that was worse for us than for the listeners. Yeah, that's true. But I'm glad we told them it was happening. Yeah, we maybe could have spared them even more by not mentioning it. I can't carry his burden all myself. <laughs> that is true. You have he, a. He shows it to me a lot, too. He's not very polite about it. He can't really it. help it. Every time he turns around I to know. walk away, he's, he's flashing that thing I like know. it's a diamond he's, ring. Whatever makes him proud. <laughs> Actually, he does call it his diamond ring. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't know that. Do you guys talk about his butthole? He and I text a lot. Just about his butthole? Yeah, okay. speaking of which, um, it seems like you're not feeding him enough. Oh, shit. Did he tell you <laughs> he to say that? He did mention something He's about that. He's rather gaunt. Did he tell you <laughs> yeah. to say that? No. Monty, Lauren's cat, is like maybe the hungriest little fella you've, you ever did meet. He's constantly crying for food he is 100 percent of my day i i've been working at home lately and it's like just having like a terrible intern yeah who like just <laughs> cries all day and like fucks everything up yeah like, he wants to sit on me and like not helpful cats love like the warm keyboard and you're like i need that to type my I outline i told you we'd turn this into my cat podcast <laughs> damn it ah! um, okay i'm moving on um in lieu of best dress this week um, this week's award goes out to the podcasters who are like really giving it a go here. And, um, the podcasters who are sort of like very grateful to anyone who might be listening. Um, so without further ado, the old college try award goes to us. Yay, us. We're really trying yeah, here, trying. but the good news is that no matter what we're having fun. So like, fuck it. If you don't like it, actually, the evidence is, is tells us that no one is enjoying this except for us. Like the <laughs> literally, the only feedback we've gotten is negative feedback. Yep. And Jimmy cracked corn, and I don't care. <laughs> that sounds like some like tacky housewives tag of someone who's like first season and doesn't really get it yet. <laughs> oh, I love You're like, it. I'm. Ah, I'm. It makes no sense. <laughs> I may be around a bunch of judgmental biz- bitches, but Jimmy cracked corn, and I don't care. No, I just say Jimmy Crack Corn and I don't care. Like no introduction. Like, but it Jimmy always... Crack Corn and I don't care. Oh, that's true. You made it work with the cadence. With the, with the snap. Well, we let's snap let's end on that very high note oh and say thank you again that's for so listening. Um, always remember to follow us on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes. We're on Facebook. Holler. Just like your mom is. That's it sounded like an insult. It wasn't. No. Um so we're, mom's on Facebook. we're at Love Your Podcast. Um you can tweet us your favorite podcasts and clips. You can also email us at loveyourpodcast at gmail.com. Like seriously do it because we're running out of clips. Like we, we only have like seven. Yeah, we have we have like two left. Right. And if then you want we this have to cancel podcast to survive. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure if there are like podcasts we haven't listened to yet i think maybe we've hit them all yeah i'm also not sure anyone wants this to survive i know that our <laughs> husbands don't and my father does not L- but you know what 
I was wrong. Sherry Ann Purcell, yeah. my mother, yeah. has been a supporter of this podcast since day one. It's true. Even when she shouldn't have been. Yeah, she should not have been for, no. at day one. Maybe like day 14. Right. But, you know, she's been there with us the whole time. She's listening right now. Okay, here's how you guys can show us if, if you're into it. Um, if you got your clicking fingers out and you're subscribing and all that good stuff, also you can rate us. Um, oh my God! They can rate they can rate us, us on iTunes. Is that a bad thing? Maybe they shouldn't. Well, here's the thing. Maybe we shouldn't give them that power. If, if you're gonna rate us poorly, just like do something else instead. Yeah. That's go like eat a, some yogurt. Go order a Blue Apron. Go order a Blue Apron instead. Yeah. But if you're gonna rate us well, or even if you just like feel bad for us and want to give us five stars, be, totally rate that. us. I'm fine with yeah. All right, you guys are the greatest. Thank you. Episode five. Time. We out. Ooh.